Welcome back, guys, to another week of That Scale RC Show. I am your host, Adam Dean, alongside with... Jeremy Kendall. And we got a special guest um, in the building today. Uh, please introduce yourself. Let everybody know who's here. Uh, John Schultz from Element RC. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> so... There's going to be a lot of people that are excited oh, to hear what he has to say. So we're going to start you off with our little quick questionnaire. Um, nothing too crazy, just so that way any um, listener out there who uh, who doesn't know who you are can get a little more familiar with you. Um, let's start with the basics. Uh, what is your favorite scale crawler? Uh, favorite scale? Uh, yes. Scale. Okay. Um, <laughs> favorite place to go crawling? Ooh. There's, um, that's tricky because I do travel all over the country. So, uh, there's a place, uh, in New York that me and Scotty G used to go to, uh, once a year. It was epic. Uh, I don't even know what the place is called. I don't, we just go to this park and it was way back in the woods. It was, it was pretty epic. Um, but locally around my house, I would either say, uh, CDM, Corona Del Mar, or, uh, it depends on the day. If it's a nice, warm day at CDM, of course, and if it's a nice, cool day, I, I like going to Horseman's Park. Nice, nice. Uh, what would be your favorite um, RC event? Um, past, past uh, favorite RC event. Um, my my the mo my most favorite RC event is probably be Axial Fest of the past when Rodney Wills was involved. Um, absolutely, biggest, most awesome people, good times, yeah. Awesome, that was actually both of our answers when we did this a couple weeks ago. Um, current number of rigs that you own? Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, Many. I have a. Uh, I have a 12 by 12 shed in the back that's full. I have a three-car garage, which the attic is full. The one-car garage is full. My my shop area is pretty full. Um, I've been playing with RC cars since 84, and I've been collecting a lot of old stuff. So it's hard for me to throw anything away or sell. So. I, I can't even I can't even answer that question. So so, so let's just chalk that up as a lot. A lot. <laughs> Everything from micro stuff all the way up to fist scale and quarter scale. Nice. Um, favorite tire. For what? Our Racing, crawling, craw crawling. So most of these are going to be crawling questions or scale questions because that's what we're basing the show around. So favorite scale tire. Um. I have I like the Proline Super Swampers, the XLs. Mm -hmm. um, that's probably my most consistent favorite tire. Uh, I rarely run the Hyrexes because they don't look realistic enough for me, even though I'm more of a uh, comp guy than a scale guy. Mm -hmm. But I still like that realistic look. Um, so I would have to say the... KM3s too. Gosh, the new KM3s are really good. Also, um, I would have to stay with the Super Swampers from Proline. Yeah, the new nice. compound. Nice. Yeah, uh, a lot of these answers are starting to sound very similar to ours. So it <laughs> seems like it seems like that's like the go-to around here. Yeah, they're the go-to tire here too. Let's see. 
Oh yeah, because it's got yes. nice open open lugs. It's a nice good nice big tire. Yeah, uh, super popular. Here. I run the Proline dual stage in it. Um, so yeah, it's always a, a, a go to tire. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What is your favorite body you wish was available for Scale RC? If it's not uh, not already available. I I just built one of those new um, Toyota, um, well, the Matrix body from Proline. Mm-hmm. So I just built one of those. I'm I'm pretty excited about that. I'll be using using that this weekend at K and K. See what's my other favorite body. Uh, I like the Jeep, uh, the uh, Proline Jeep uh, Commander, Commando, mm-hmm. Commander. Yeah, I like that body too. Um, those are probably my two favorite. Uh, right, right now I change bodies like it's going out of style. Last week, last week it was the the Forerunner. Uh, the week before that was who knows. Uh, it changes quite a bit. Nice. There's so many bodies. There's so many bodies out there right now. There's so many manufacturers, you know. So yes, it, it it's really wide open. I mean, uh, James Knight's got one of my. I have a hard body uh, Cherokee body that I'm going to be working on here soon, also. So, um, and I also have a UC Fab uh, buggy body that I want to I want to build with the new. Uh, uh, the new uh, element axles and stuff. So, oh, nice! That'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. that'll that'll definitely be a first. So, because yes. I know a lot of people base that around the SEX, so that'll be a first. That'll be very interesting to watch. Um, yeah, it's gonna be rad. Yeah, I'm. It's in the process right now. I've been working on it a little bit at a time, but my time is pretty, been pretty busy for the last few months for whatever reason. <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> Yeah, um, so let's get through these last two, and then we'll uh, touch we'll touch base with what you got going on and where you're at, and uh, get into all the fun stuff. Um, this one might be a little harder for you, um, but next scaler you would buy would be oh Element. That's why I said this is kind of it was, it was going to be a hard. <laughs> I, that's why I said I said this one's going to be a hard one for you to answer. <laughs> um, and then last. Um, what kind of music um, gets you going? Like, what it? What do you have? Like, if you were to open up your playlist right now, what would you have playing right now? Um, Queen, Metallica. Um, uh, I like hard rock. I mean, uh, Iron Maiden. Um, nice. Yeah, ACDC, uh, Crocus. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of bands. When I was growing up, you know. In the uh, '70s and '80s, I mean, you know, I went to Iron my Iron Maiden uh, concerts and saw Twisted Sister for the first time before they were anybody down in the Hollywood uh, Palladium, which was awesome. So, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. You know, some good rock and roll, heavy metal. Nice, awesome. I saw Iron Maiden live at Long Beach Palladium. It was probably the loudest. It was a peace of mind tour, and it was probably the loudest concert I've ever been to in my life. It was so loud the tiles on the ceiling were falling. But <laughs> damn, what a, what an awesome show it was! That's wow. awesome. Right on. Yeah that that blows that blows mine away. If, if just real quickly, if we're going to be talking about first concerts, my first concert was Metallica Summer Sanitarium 2003. That that was a pretty insane show because that lineup was uh, Metallica. 
Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park. Holy and cow. Jeez. Deftones. Oh, wow. and Mudvayne. And Mudvayne. I forgot about them. Damn, everybody was there. Yes, it that, was. That was that was pretty crazy, but nothing like no no um, ceiling tiles fell off because it was at the um, uh, where the 49ers used to play. I can't even think right now. Candlestick. Oh, it was an open venue then. Oh, open venue, so we didn't have yeah. to worry about that. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. There's, there's actually a lot of farewell ones going on right now. Um, I think even um, not that it's in the same – I mean, it's older rock, but it's not old heavy rock. But isn't – I think Bob Seeker's doing a farewell tour. Yeah, we got Iron – Are they really a farewell a tour or are they just saving that so to get more money? And... pretty rad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I mean, can't look, believe look those guys How many farewell tours do they have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Honestly, I don't know. That's just what my local radio station's been saying. Win tickets to see Bob Seeker and the Silver Bullet Band for their farewell tour – so, oh, just going with it. But um, back to the meat and potatoes. So you're now with <laughs> Element RC, exactly. which um, is it safe to say that that's a yeah. sister brand? Um, a uh, like, what? Well, how would you label that in in with Team Associated? Well, it's simple. Associated Electronics is is our company. Mm. Um, if uh, the way the why why we did Element RC. Um, well, if I walked into a hobby shop and said, hey, I'm from Team Associated, you want to see our crawler, the first thing you would think of is race cars. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we have, we needed to come out with another another brand, which is Element. It's a, That's our lifestyle brand. That's going to be our crawler brand. Um, so when I walk into a hobby shop and I say, hey, I'm from Element, they know I'm there with a skilled crawler or, you know, uh, I'm, not, I'm not there with a race car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Um, that's why we, we, we changed the brand. Yes, we are all in the same building. We, you know, we, yes, we race cars and we, now we crawl. Um, we also, you know, it's, uh, associated electronics has a team associated, uh, element Reedy, which is our electronic line, which is, um, um, right. motors, servos, batteries. Uh, now that, now they have crawler batteries and crawler, uh, crawler servos, um, crawler motors. And uh, then we have our factory team. Factory team makes parts for all kinds of race cars. It doesn't have to be our car; it could be anybody's car. And and that's our four four lines with uh, Social Electronics. So, are you guys going to have option parts and stuff under the factory team name, or is it going to be under Element instead? Um, I'm not sure yet because we, we want to keep Element away from there. There'll probably be some parts, yes, but we want Element to be. Nice. You know, the lifestyle brand. We don't want it to be a race brand. And once okay, you say, right hey, on. you know, uh, we have factory team parts. Yeah, we'll probably have some factory team parts, but we want to keep it, you know, uh, the fun uh, the fun, the fun brand. The one that you're going to put in the back of your Jeep and go out and play with. Uh, so. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so with that being said, um for anybody who doesn't know, how long have you been with Team Associated? I've been with the Team Associated for about a year now. Yeah, that's um, what I'm uh, Right after Axial Fest last year, um, I, I moved over to uh, uh, Team Associated, or Associated Electronics. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, and how all that works out is uh, a lot of people don't realize, but I, I was with HBI with Rodney Wills for almost six years and um, uh, worked with him when we were big in the, in the, in the heyday. Uh, and Sean Ireland, the president, that was the president of HBI at the time. So um, when that all kind of dispersed, uh, Sean Ireland went to Horizon Hobbies and brought me over to Horizon for a couple of years. And I worked there for two years, two and a half years, something like that. And then Sean left and went and did something else. And um, uh, I left Horizon and went to go to work for Rodney at Axial. And I was with Axial. Now, a lot of people don't realize that I was never an employee of Axial's. I was a contractor of Axial's. Even though I did, I worked there every day, seven days a week sometimes, did all the events, uh, traveled. You know, I was a representative for Axial, mm -hmm. but never really worked for for Axial. Um, uh, just for whatever reason, that's how. And there was a few people like that. Uh, me, uh, Revis, um, uh, Tony Phelan. Um, well, who am I missing? Oh, Greg Vogel. So there was a few people there that um, that worked for Axial, right. but didn't really work for Axial. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So and then when Horizon took over Axial, um, I uh, reached out to in Ireland and asked him what he was doing. He's like, "Hey, I'm glad you called." And that's how it all started. So they they were planning on working on our, uh, their their crawler brand and. Thought right it was on. a great time to go over there and help out. So uh, awesome. I've been working with Aaron Lane, Lane one of the designers, for the last year. So it's been, it's been a fun time. A lot of good awesome. Times. Yeah. So that actually starts opening up a couple more questions. So would it be safe to say that this time around you're more of an employee of, or so you're working for Team Associated, or are you it's kind of the same thing? Or can you not say? I mean, it's. Oh no, I'm a, I, I am a 100% employee oh, right of uh, Associated Electronics. Awesome. So, yeah, I I did the whole uh, self-contracting thing for a while, and that's cool, you know. Um, but you know. You pay taxes. You do all the stuff yourself. There's no insurance. You know that's all that mess. Um, not saying there were some benefits too, because I could work when I wanted to and didn't have to work too when I didn't want to work. Yes. Um, but uh, I also worked for uh, Monster Jam. Uh, I also worked for uh, a couple other manufacturers out there too. Uh, same time I was working for Axial, so yeah. I can make extra cash here and there also. So, yeah. Which is actually another cool thing. So you actually had your hand in bringing the Monster Jam brand to Axial. Is that correct? Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so, which, I, which I think was awesome because personally I own both SMT-10 still currently. Um, and it's actually a event that's starting – you know, scale-wise, become a little more popular here in Northern California. I don't know if Jay's got the same thing going on in uh, Washington, but I know Northern California, the guys up by Reading, they host um, races all the time. And it doesn't matter if you have a flat rail chassis, custom chassis, um, SMT-10, whatever it is. They just want to race, awesome. have fun, and they're having a blast. So, Well, there's a on the East Coast or Midwest, there's quite a few different organizations out here that race monster trucks. Uh, Showtime, uh, uh, they have their own uh, uh, group of guys, and I think they just wow. had one that had 400 entries. Um, 
no limit. There's a couple no limits. No limit Virginia, no limit of Maryland, no limit of North Carolina. There's all these no limit uh, companies that are uh, organizations that race monster trucks, and that's all they do. Uh, no limit of Florida. Um, and I just did the uh, RC Monster Jams World Finals in Orlando, Florida at the World Finals with Monster Jam. So we, uh, we're doing that also. So Monster Jam, our monster truck racing out here on the East Coast is huge mm -hmm. compared to uh, it is uh, in, in uh, uh, California or yeah. West Coast. Yeah, well, and it, it's, I was going to say, even with the one, with I call it one-to-one, -one, um, shows you how much I'm into the RC, but the real monster truck world, that scene has always kind of been more popular Midwest, the East Coast, um, versus the West Coast. I know, um, actually, I was bummed out. I had recently reached out to you to see if you were going to be at the one at um, Levi Stadium, because we were going, um, but you were gearing up for the World Finals, so. Yes, yes. So. Yes. So yeah, and the monster truck race is really cool. You know, it's a lot of fun. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and whenever I get a chance to race monster trucks, I try I do my best because it's it's a blast. it does look super uh, super fun. Um, so let's see. I was gonna say. I mean, like I have. I mean, Jay. I don't want to totally take everything away, but I was gonna say. Do you have any other questions? Because I mean, I have a couple more that you know I think are kind of good interesting ones that, that I'm sure other people are dying to know. Yeah. Um, actually there was something I always wondered and that was with the SMT 10, was that kind of, was that your push or how did that come about? Because I know that caught a lot of people by surprise with Axial. Yes, that was my push. That's awesome. That was, that was my push and, uh, worked with the designer, uh, Jamie, when Jamie was at Axial and helped him, uh, uh, you know, I just helped him, guided him in the right direction, gave him pictures, got close up of the monster truck chassis, uh, got him hooked up over at Monster Jam so we could do licensed body, um, and that's where Scotty G came in and did all that stuff. So yeah, um, that's awesome. That was a big, big factor of, of that. I thought so. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I was really sad to see him discontinue all that stuff. So yeah, that was a bummer because I that thing was a lot of fun and I. It's one of those things where, like, in hindsight, I wish Axial would have pushed it a little bit harder at things like Axial Fest because I think that that would have probably sparked some interest with a lot of people. But, no, I thought it was really, really cool right from the beginning. And just, uh, you know, I mean, and plus it was scale-looking, you know, and, like, you drove it and it right. actually acted like a real monster truck, you know, the way the thing would dive, you know, under braking and then squat down under acceleration and stuff. Like, it looked super realistic to drive, and so I was just immediately they're, into it. They're a handful. But they're fine. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that yeah. was really cool. So I the other question I had too here was so were you racer guy before you were scaler guy or what how did how did that work out? I, I've been racer guy since eighty four. Rad. That's awesome. So I was my first car was a Timmy a Frog. Because that was the car to have. There was no low C. There was no team associated. There was none of that. It was either Tamiya or MRC or yeah, so uh, that was my first car, and I started racing, and I've been a racer ever since. Uh, I did step away and race some desert motorcycle stuff for a while, and got hurt, got back into RC. And but um, uh, no, I've been a racer. I still, I'm still a racer. Me and me and my son Jonathan, we um, uh, we go, we just raced to JBRL last week and uh, raced 40 and over and uh, 17.5 short course, which is not really normal for me, but. Uh, 
I did I podiumed with both with both cars. So it was That's awesome. it's fun. Awesome. I was gonna say, so Jonathan didn't get to make the trip out with you to Ohio because I think he posted somewhere, it was like on Snapchat or Instagram that he got off finals and was prepping for a race that's coming up. Yeah, he's um, he he has he's in college, you know, right now, um, and then uh, he has a big race at our local track cutting hobbies. So he's preparing for for that. Oh, okay. you drive the new B seventy four yet? Oh yeah, that car is awesome. Yeah, that, all the all the problems that the '64 had, the '74 fixes all those issues. Rad. Yeah, they look really, really good. Um, Cody Knudsen is the area team manager for AE up here, and he had, uh, or no, excuse me, Sean Maybell, and then um, Cody Knudsen's one of the team drivers, and then we got like <laughs> Waylon Rose and some other guys, and they uh, we've been racing carpet with those guys, you know, indoor off road carpet this last winter, and then. For the summer, we've moved to uh, the outdoor AstroTurf track at this big RC park that we have up here, and uh, that the B74 looks absolutely amazing out there. It looks like a really, really good car. It is. It's, it's we've there's been a lot, a lot, a lot of effort, a lot of time, and a lot of uh, track time in that in that uh, in that race car. Um, I mean, they would come into work, and they would drive to Vegas to the carpet track practice all day and then drive home and for you guys that are listening don't, you know don't know where vegas is from where our shop is it's a four and a half five hour drive i was gonna say so they're driving <laughs> that far to go test the car and come back the same night that's awesome so, wow um that's one thing i really enjoy about working for a team associated is that everybody there is an enthusiast some way shape or form right so even i mean the president cliff Lett, you know the vice president sean ireland you know, they got national titles under their belt, um, world titles under their belt. You know, so um, uh, it's just cool to, to you know, talk shop and everybody understands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Everybody's, everybody's an enthusiast. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, I kind of see a lot of uh, similarities that I, you know, kind of draw a comparison to. Like, I see with you and Jonathan, like, you guys are kind of the AE version of my son and I up here, you know, with hot with a HB, you know, hot bodies. So it's kind of funny, you know, just both both families into crawlers, both families like diehard racers and stuff. So I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, me and Jonathan, you know, um, you know, me and my son, we spend a lot of time together, and it's been it's been awesome. I'm really not looking forward to it when he goes away to college or <laughs> he, oh, yeah. he gets a, a, you know, he's 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 planned on being a CHP officer, so he's been trying real hard to. He's been working out and riding his bicycle and trying to get ready for that. So awesome. Uh, he's he'll be going to Sacramento uh, if he gets accepted and uh, for six months and uh, that'll probably be a tough time for me. Oh, because <laughs> we oh, always spend okay. time together. Dude, absolutely, you know? Travis. Dr- that means I'll just have to. Sorry. Oh no, no, go ahead. I was gonna say that means I'll have to go up there and uh, harass him. Absolutely. He'll stay at Elio's house or something. <laughs> yeah, Trav just joined the Air Force, so I'm just like, I'm happy for him, but, it's, you know, mixed feelings. It's like, man, that kid's like my best friend. How am I going to, you know, go like a week without seeing him or anything? It's going to be a really strange thing to adjust to. Exactly. You know, sometimes we have our moments, but, you know, at the end of the day, he's my best friend. So uh, we do a lot together. That's awesome. You know, uh, 
So uh, I'm proud of him. You know, he's got, come a long way, but at the same time, it's like, oh, man. Yeah. Not looking for him to leave. No, no, but... no, I hear you. No, that's cool, though. Congrats, man. That's yeah. killer. Oh, yeah. That's going to be – that's awesome. Um, and it's nice to see, you know, for both you guys, like to see the younger generation want to go into something, you know, that's actually a very, in my opinion, prideful career choice because, you know, most kids these days, they're kind of lazy. They don't really want to, you know, I mean, seeing even getting some of them to go out and enjoy RC is kind of like pulling teeth. They'd rather be playing video games or taking the easy way out. They don't want to put forth anything, you know, to take a step in a better direction. So to hear that, um, I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's a very respectable so. career choice. That's that's cool. That's uh, that's something that you'd like to see more people do. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, well, I know he kind of already answered it when I was when you asked him um, if he's always been a racer. I was going to say what got you into RC, but you kind of already touched base on that. That was another big question I was going to have for you. Uh oh, did it drop it? You still there? Yeah, that, not, yeah that's oh, okay, yeah. I, was, oh, I could still hear you both. <laughs> you sound, you're, you're sounding all robotic for a minute, so I'm not sure what's, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I did that again. Okay, too, it could so. be our connections. Um, you, no, sound, was, you sound good now. Okay, I, I was saying um, when Jay already asked the question about if you're a racer or if you or like or what got you into scaling and all that, my question was going to be kind of like what got you into RC, but you kind of touched base that you got into it um at a young age um back in the 80s so there's really no need unless there's anything more in depth you have on that no did we lose him again i still hear him i see are you sure it's not you uh-huh. yeah i hear him now yeah. sorry everybody i don't know what's going on here it's weird the call keeps cutting in and out well actually this is our first um what is it um i wouldn't say it's our first national call. We haven't actually had to go this. We we haven't had to go this national. far for a national. <laughs> so. uh, it appears to be working fine. Well, now. I'm sitting in my hotel room in Ohio with uh, on Wi-Fi. So okay. Um, how about that? How about you talk about that? See, that's one thing that me and Jay kind of dropped the ball on. We kind of stopped announcing events coming up, and I totally spaced it that the Team KMK event was this is this weekend. Um, so. Um, let yes. us know why you're out in Ohio. I'm out here to um, go to Mike Kirby. Uh, K&K TTC 6, I believe mm-hmm. it is. Uh, uh, they have a uh, Sorka Light uh, event out here, and they'll get uh, approximately... He's saying he's looking wow. probably around 752,000 people. Wow. That is and it's a fun event. We do everything from there's a course you have to do. So are you recording? You got okay. it. All right. So John, let us all know why you're out in Ohio. Uh, uh, Mike Kirby had, does an event every year uh, called K and K TTC six, I believe is what it is. Um, so it's basically uh, like a Sorka Light event, and he's mm-hmm. expecting between um, uh, he'll probably get between 500 and 1,000 people out there on his property. Wow. And he has you enter your truck either class zero, one, two, two and a half, three, and you have to do everything. You have to do the crawling course, 
the mud pit, the tank trap, the uh, truck pull, the hill climb, and you get scored on everything you do with your truck. You can't change tires once you start it. you got to keep the truck the same. Um, but uh, it's a lot of fun. I did it two years ago, and um, it's just it's just a blast. And there's people from all over. So I have more more fun walking around talking with everybody than I do uh, competing. Actually, I really like competing too, but um, but there's so many people there from everywhere that uh, it, it's, it's an awesome event. So that's this weekend. Awesome. Yeah, we kind of dropped the ball. We used to do that whole we talk about events coming up, and that was one that we seemed to let slip through the cracks. So we apologize for that one. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> so um, let's see. What else we got going on? Well, I guess the other questions I have, and I'm not sure if it's stuff that you can actually answer. I mean, I know some of it's relatively new. Um, so the um, element um, Sendero is out. Is there going to be any other, I guess, in-house bodies or vehicles that will be coming out under that name, or is that something everyone's just going to have to wait and see? Uh, element, we're here to okay. stay. Uh, we're here to, I mean, Sose Electronics, um, well, I mean, we, we designed this truck to, uh, you know, to be the best of the best right now. Um, so we're, we're here to stay. Of course, we're going to come out with more models and, you know, and um, different bodies and that kind of stuff. Uh, people are always asking us, or asking me, hey, are you going to come out with a kit? Well, yeah, that's, I mean, of course we're going to come out with a kit. When? I'm not sure when. But it's it's in our future. Uh, we have our next couple of years planned out. So, um, and my title is actually the brand ambassador okay. uh, for this for this brand. So we're here to stay. I mean, we have Reedy uh, stepping up and you know, doing motors now, now and batteries and um, you know speedos and um, so yeah, we're. Uh, just you guys just need to hang on and, and, and watch because it's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, you know, well, yeah, like John said, I mean, there's you know, there's so much to watch. Um, you know, not only with element, but I mean, there's so much going on in the scale world right now. It's just, I mean, if anybody's out there complaining about anything, I don't know what's wrong with you. There's so, so much. <laughs> there's so much going on right now. It's it's just like there's something literally for everybody. So somebody should be happy with something that's coming out. Um, or something that's already out because, I mean, everything that's just been coming out since Proline by the Fire and even just before that has been insane. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Proline by the Fire, there's probably 1,200 people there. It was, mm -hmm. it was absolutely insane. Um, you know, uh, Proline by the Fire, we have K&K, &K, um, Crawl for the Cure. I mean, Crawl for the Cure, is, uh, I didn't go to that one last year because we weren't ready, mm -hmm. but uh, what, what they have – Four or five hundred people there last year. Mm -hmm. Are you and this make year's? It? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's on my calendar. I awesome. have quite a few events on my calendar to, uh, to go go do. So, uh, you know, also when I when I travel, I also like stopping at hobby shops and showing off our product too. So I've been seeing a lot of sh shops here in Ohio. So you never know. I might end up uh, at a hobby shop near you. Anybody. <laughs> So follow me on Facebook. Yes, and so. we'll actually make sure to put all of your stuff um, on our page so that people can find you if they don't already follow you. So that way 
they can stay up to date with what you're doing, um, with what's going on with Element, um, and what's going on with Team Associated. So yes, absolutely. I think a lot of people are going to appreciate the fact, too, that you are showing up at events and everything because I know that, you know, with some uh, some brands and whatnot and just little stuff that's popping up here and there, there's a lot of people that are trying to ride the ScaleRC wave and kind of, like, get their own little chunk of the market and cash in on it while it's popular. And it's cool to see that this is something that, you know, you guys are enthusiasts about and you obviously care very much about it and, you know, you're actually showing up at events and going to be meeting the people that are driving your cars and you know it's i think that that's something that's probably going to go a really long way oh, for you guys absolutely that's going to you know and people like you know we're not just uh, making a product and put it in the box we're we're actually living it and it's funny because um sean ireland he's our vice president and we took him out crawling and he's having a blast with it so uh we all planned on going to uh, K&K this year, and I'm like, all right, and I'm kind of explaining to them how it works. You know, you're going to be competing, and this is how you're going to compete. So for the last month, we've been going out up the street. We have a little test area up there, and I've been putting cones out, and he's getting more. He's getting a, such a kick out of timing himself, going through all the cones and not touching the cones. And uh, so <laughs> he's, he's super excited about coming out. And, and playing with everybody out here. And that's the vice president of our company. So, awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to getting him out here and, and having a good time. And then Aaron Lane, he's been uh, been doing it. He's been a big-time racer uh, for a while, racing F1 and, and on-road as well as some off-road. But Aaron got into the crawling about a year or so ago and he went to last Axial Fest and uh, he did a bunch of other events and uh, he's hooked line thinker also so uh, when I have an idea or somebody has an idea Aaron's like the first guy oh yeah let's try it let's do it because <laughs> uh, he's an enthusiast that's really cool um, you know building uh, building the element truck you know we, we went through a lot mm-hmm. uh, we built we built custom gearboxes and and changed links and chi- I mean long links short short links uh, we did all kinds of stuff running Rotation one way, rotation another way, just to get the truck to be as best it can be out of the box, and uh, and I think we achieved that. So uh, and it shows our, our passion shows. So uh, I'm pretty pr- pretty stoked. Oh, totally. Oh, absolutely. And- Especially that trans. That trans is probably what's caught most people's attention because that is just genius with the overdrive and everything included. Yeah, it, it comes six percent out of the box, and then in the box. We give you the twelve percent. So if you don't, if you want more overdrive, it's already in the box. You know, uh, that that's just way you know, too just cool. like the battery. The battery. Uh, we're like, well, what battery box do we put in it? Some guys like running shorties, and some guys like running full size. So we just put mm-hmm. both battery boxes in the box. That way you can you can decide. That's so cool. See, and then and that's awesome because you know some of the people, especially the ones getting into the hobby, they might not necessarily have you know everything figured out so to your newbie that's coming in it's definitely one of those rigs you can go to and everything's pretty much essentially there so you're not really having to hunt for anything special you know most hobby shops can just set you up with okay here you go get out and have fun right exactly and and the crazy thing right now there's a lot of racers that are getting involved with the scaling 
and all the races have shorty backs. Mm-hmm. You know, so we mm-hmm. make it easier for them too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of Associated fans up here that weren't into crawling, and now that Associates come out with that truck, they're like, okay, I'm gonna do, you know, I'm gonna do this. So it's it's. I mean, even people locally here that I've seen, you know, so it's really cool to see. It's um, the other thing that I thought was kind of crazy. You guys had a very successful social media marketing campaign upon the release yes. of this thing, and. Who, uh, if you can say who was behind that, because that worked out great. I mean, basically, that's if you were into RC, that was your feed on Facebook, you know, for a, a good week, week and a half, probably, you know, even still trickling around. Yeah, you know. uh, Brad Geck is uh, he's a, a marketing manager, so Brad Geck, and uh, okay. but the, you know, the way we work, you know, he uh, we all work as one, you know, we all, we all work as a team, so um. We we all have ideas and and we 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 try, we try them out and see what happens. So so it's it's really good uh, to work with. You know, Brad's a, a great guy and uh, uh, he, he's he, he's open to uh, ideas and stuff and uh, and uh, yeah. So it's it was a, it was a great a great launch and we're not done yet. So. Awesome. He's quite the he's quite the guy too. I notice when it comes to painting bodies and. Uh, kind of getting this whole scale realism thing down. He has turned out some pretty amazing CR12 bodies, so that, that's definitely been fun to watch. He's So, I mean, that's, you know, more proof there that he's obviously very much an enthusiast, and this isn't just, you know, a 9-to-5 for the guy, so that's really cool. Oh, he'll leave too. with a body. He'll come back the next day, and it's completely just decked out. And I'm like, how do you have time to do this? You know, he's got more, <laughs> bo- he's got more scale bodies on his shelf than he has trucks. Wow. So... That's great. We, we, we have a saying in the funny. office. We call it full doll housing. <laughs> full doll housing. We're going we're to have to start that just like your other hashtag. Drive it like a rental. Hashtag, hashtag. full doll housing. Full doll housing. That, there, there's two types of guys out there. There's me, which likes to compete and do the hard lines and make that hard climb. And then there's the other guys like Brad and, and Aaron that like, to look good while they're doing it, you know, full, full drivers and all the accessories and and um, antennas and lights and all that stuff, you know. And uh, <laughs> and uh, it's funny because I just built my, a class one, and this is actually the first time I've built a full interior with a full guy in years. And I've been crawling since I've been crawling oh, wow. ten years. I mean, since. Uh, uh, West Coast Challenge or what was the West Coast Championships up in Donner? Mm-hmm. I've been crawling because we had the uh, Crawler King with HBI. So yeah, oh um, that's right. Yeah, I've been crawling since those days. So uh, I, I like to compete, but uh, this is the first time since then that I've actually built a uh, a full dollhouse truck. So uh, <laughs> like I said, we're we're gonna we're gonna that kills me. I love it. Your hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag full dollhouse. <laughs> that is so great. I'll have to I get love you a that. sticker for your Jeep. There, yeah. I, I still got two chains <laughs> on my uh, back of my Jeep and on my Scion. Awesome. My That's Scion rad. hasn't been to Axial Fest in three years. Wow. So. You know what's weird? I was thinking about the 
with the element being the RTR and everything, a lot of people, you know, of course, some of the purists in the hobby immediately, it's like, well, when's the kit version coming out? That was something I noticed is like, there's really not anything that it needs. Like it comes with nice links, everything. So, I mean, I, I don't really understand necessarily the big push for a kit because you're already getting all the premium parts well, with the rig to begin crawling with. is so. like the Harley Davidson of RC. You're gonna buy your you're gonna buy your scale truck, and the first thing you want to do is put a scale gas cap on or a chrome gas cap on. So, you know these right. guys are, <laughs> they want the crawler, but they want to put their own twist to it. Um, you know, I, right. I remember being at uh, when I was at Axial. I mean, we came out the SX ten two, and the first thing everybody did was changed everything. You know, reversed everything. You know, put <laughs> things upside down. So, but that's what makes this segment in RC fun because you can right. do that, you know, and not get criticized for it, like racing. Um, you know, with, sure. with Associated Truck, we did put some features on this truck, so we make it easy for you to, to change, like the gearbox. We put holes on both sides of the plate, so if you, you want to spin the gear, uh, gearbox, all you got to do is turn it around four screws and then swap the overdrive inside, mm-hmm. uh, and you're ready to rock and roll. That is so, so smart. You know, we made it uh, where dog guys say, "Why is my truck so much faster in reverse?" Well, a lot of people don't understand that motors are timed. Mm-hmm. You know, they have timing in them. So what we did is we made it so you can reverse the motor, and then you can actually reverse the ring and pinion in the axles on our rig to make it go faster and forward than reverse. Oh. I so see. there's a lot of adjustment in, in this truck that you know we put to make you know people uh, you know uh, to use their own imagination. So right, um, just like you can mount the battery box in the back if you want. The holes are already in the frame. All you do is move to the back. And I'm not sure why anybody would want to do that, but say if you want to run two batteries, it's, mm-hmm. there's an option to do that. You know, um, right. And then you know we. I've been running five pull or excuse me, five slot, sixteen turn motors for years, and I've always thought those were the best motors ever. Mm-hmm. So we put that in our kit. You know, um, we tested them and they're super smooth and got good power and they never get hot. And uh, uh, so you know, we we did that. And then when we got when, like when we got to the servo, uh, we wanted to put the biggest servo we could. So we put a 180 ounce servo in in the truck for an RTR. That's really really good. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah, absolutely. For the guy that just wants to get the RTR and go have a good time, he's pretty much set out of the box. There's really nothing mm-hmm. else he really needs to do, except add his chrome gas gas. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and there's so many features that that thing came with too. I mean, when and there's stuff you know, that I'm learning for the first time too, as we're sitting here talking tonight too. So how do you, how do you guys decide what you're going to use as selling points when you're introducing something like that to the market versus, um, you know, like, are, are you worried about like giving them too much information to the point where they're getting overwhelmed with this, you know, full page of, you know, different features and benefits or, you know, do you guys just kind of pick the major ones and that's what you decide you're going to, you know, push through your campaign for advertising it or how, how does that uh, part of it work? It just depends on who we're marketing after i mean honestly um yes mm-hmm. the, the truck's a crawler yes and you know it looks like a, everybody else's crawler but 
when you once you start getting down deep into the into it, there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that is different with this truck. You know, uh, our frame rails are higher for poor clearance. You know, uh, uh, the reversible ring and pinion, um, five mil steel links. Uh, you know, there's stuff in it that we don't even mention. You know, like the axles inside the axle or the, the axle shafts inside the axles. They're five mil. They're a millimeter bigger than anybody else is out there in the market. So, Whoa. yeah, I had no idea. But the, I mean, I, huh. I can overwhelm you with what's the stuff that we've done with this truck. But, um, uh, but uh, you know, the reason why we, you know, we do something like that is because I've been crawling for so long and I've been uh, doing this. I've seen, I've been rear axle shafts, mm -hmm. you know, falling off a ledge or or doing something stupid. Not saying that I do that a lot, but I do. <laughs> um, you know, um, well, there, you know, I tested this truck, 3S, brushless power. Say, there is a reason why they say, or why you say the whole entire like time for eight months. Wow. Oh yeah, that is really cool. And it's it's neat learning about all um, this from you. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron, the designer, <laughs> he won't even go with me to test because he cringes. You know, because it's his baby, and then I, here I am sticking it through rocks. You know. Uh, my, my goal is when you get up to a rock uh, and it gets bound up, you know, I just power through it uh, and uh, come out the other mm -hmm. side. Either something's going to break or it's going to pop out the other side. And so far, I haven't broke anything. It's just, it pops out the other side. <laughs> so. And that's and that's honestly the best way to test because you know you know it as well as anybody else. You know, especially in this conversation, knows. Um, you see the, you know, some of the people that get on these trails, they're just throttle happy. So they get next to a big old rock and their tire can be completely underneath the ledge and they'll just throttle out till something explodes. So if you don't test it that way, how are you going to find out if it's actually going to hold up? Oh yeah. Yeah. Good point. Correct. correct. <laughs> That's pretty funny though. Yeah, just beating on the thing like one that. One thing you will notice when you guys do this. <laughs> so, uh, um, you know, it's like when we were developing it, it's like, well, we're going to put a slipper on it? I'm like, why? Nobody runs a slipper. If you have a slipper, everybody just tightens it up anyways. Mm -hmm. And the only time you ever hear a slipper working is True. when you don't want it to work. So we don't even put it on there. So Exactly. Right. Um, the only other thing, because I don't uh, have, actually don't so own I'm testing one. Um, all this with no slipper. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um are I like, and I only ask this because I don't actually have one. Um, are the is it actual universals in the front, or are they dog bones? They're CVDs. Okay. No, I was just. Well, they're CVDs. So they're universals. Um, just just because, like I said, I'm yeah, I'm trying yeah. to see, you know, where everything's at as far as what you still what you're getting with everything, because it's you know still relatively new to me. I've you know. Everything that I've seen has been basically from what you guys have put out there and from what from other people that own them have been putting out there. So, um. Yeah, I mean, if anybody out there has any questions, be more free to hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. Ask your questions. Uh, usually, uh, Facebook Messenger is probably the easiest way. Um, <laughs> but if you want a free truck, don't call me. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been it's been horrible the last few weeks for whatever reason. So. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because we've actually kind of come full circle with everything we've kind of talked about over these last three to four weeks. We've covered everything from people wanting sponsorships and wanting free stuff and to you know what it takes to actually put one of these vehicles out into production and the time that it goes into engineering. I mean, we just talked about all of that. What was that? Two weeks ago, Jay? Some of it, like where we were saying, you know, yeah. like and when it, you know, when you come out with these vehicles that you've spent hours and hours just trying to like design something that's going to work, make sure that all the geometry works, make sure that everything's just going to perform the way they want it to, and then you release it, and then you get these, you know, lack of better words, internet trolls on there that go, oh well, if it was my car, I would have rotated the battery 180 degrees, and if I would, it's like, fine. Then go out there and build yours and start the next one. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and that's fine. I mean, that's what that's why we make it. So buy the kit and put your brand of tire on it, your brand and the wheel, your brand of you know body on it, and and you know, let it ride. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's what so cool. Is that there's not probably two rigs the same people into it you know oh yeah so i've been a brush guy my whole time and my whole life and recently i found um uh the hobby wing setup well i've been around the hobby wing for the whole time i was testing and it's 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 awesome but you talk to some guys oh it's like no no brush is the only way to go you know just you know, build it and then run it and then change it after that. You know, don't mm-hmm. don't try to re- redevelop the truck. You know, <laughs> or do I don't care. Take a picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. See, and then that's the thing. Like you know, we we've we've been trying to promote that you know positivity and camaraderie. You know, through our um, through our podcast because. I've noticed, like lately, especially with all the new stuff coming out, there's so many people just flooding these, you know, uh, comment sections and you know threads on Facebook, just like you know bashing whatever comes out and constantly comparing it to brand X or brand Z. And it's like, there's a reason why there's all of this out here. It's you know we under you know not everything's gonna be tailored for one person. You know you gotta right. actually build these or you know when you release a car it's for the masses it's not just for one person so if it's something you don't like you know instead of being so hateful just you know either try something else or just you know don't even say anything negative then what was that saying what's that i was say what was that saying if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all right no good luck with nobody knows that nowadays (laughs) no Nobody so, knows that. Yeah, nowadays. no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 been a blast. It's been a lot of fun. So I uh, I can't wait for these actually get in people's hands and see what they do with them and and uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. And if anybody, anybody listening to this out by K and K in Ohio, uh, come by and say hi in the booth and uh, ask me questions for sure. So. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of questions, should we? Um, I know we actually had some sent to us this week. So uh, we yeah, let me open that up um, real quick. Cover those. Um, John, feel free if you wanna um, if you wanna chime in on some of these. Because, um, like I said, I be, knowing that you are, um, you know, with Element, I know some of this 
the questions that were sent in, you might not be able to 100% um, answer. But um, basically, every week we always let people know, hey, we're going to be recording. You know, send us in some questions that you have. And um, one of them that we got um, because it was just released, what was that? Yesterday, um, Ryan Crowley had asked us, "What are your thoughts on the new SSD crawler chassis um, versus its advertised price?" Oh, yeah, so, I saw that too. Jay, do you want to start that one off, or? Uh, sh yeah, sure. Since I can, I can answer it. So it's I, I totally get you know that some of these it's it's hard to be tactful with them. I just want to pass on. So I, I totally understand, John. If there's something you can't answer, um, I, I think for what you're getting, I think the price is spot on. I think I had guessed it was going to be near like 500 bucks or something like that when we first started talking about it. But I mean, given everything that you get with it, um, you are getting a couple features that are, you know, like similar to the VS410 as far as like the front axle and whatnot. You know, there's some people that that's a important, cool looking feature to have and that's something that they want. And so, you know, I, I think 500 bucks for that kit retail is, I think that's actually a pretty fair asking price well, given the, you know, amount of scale good it comes yeah, people don't realize the price of molds and mm. you know oh, yeah. the time it takes to you know <laughs> put this stuff together and engineer and all that you know that that's gonna that truck i see it's gonna fit that guy that's you know gonna want that ultimate scale truck with the engine and everything else you know mm -hmm. so yeah. will they sell them absolutely i mean uh People buy cross RC stuff all the time, and they're they start at four hundred bucks, and they go up from there. You know, oh, like yeah. eight hundred bucks. Yeah, and they're expensive. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and I know we, we touched base on this last week because that was kind of like what our guess was. We were both taking guesses roughly how much it was going to be, and we both um, said that if it came under five hundred, I definitely see it being something that'll sell. Um, because you're able to get a bunch of products that people have been buying somewhat separately as one package. Um, so uh, that's really all I have to say about it. I mean, it's a, definitely one of those rigs, like you said, John, that's going to pertain to the person who wants the full-scale motor, um, if you want that forward motor-style um, setup, because maybe you're doing a full detailed interior um, so you need more clearance so you don't have the big um, center gearbox. <clears throat> um, yeah, so uh, honestly, I think for what you get, their axles, um, the forward motor, um, basically everything's you know new. It's not like they're just taking something that's already there and throwing a couple of parts that they've made for it. Um, I think the, the price is on point. So... Yeah, I, I think just that trans is a hundred bucks by itself it, if you were to buy it for an exactly. Extent, and if you so, and if you really I mean, broke it down that way, I think it's a hundred bucks for that trans, um, and then it's got to be at least another almost two hundred, if not more, for the for a set of their axles if you bought them, you know, all the cart. Yeah, with all the with yeah. all the guts. Yeah. And then you know, add in the fact that you got shocks and you got the rest of the stuff, you know, that goes with it for the chassis. I could see it easily being right there about, you know, four fifty. So. Yeah, makes total sense to me. Yeah. Okay. We had uh, Chris Trudeau um, has a question here. It said, do you ever foresee the power of scale builds going as to realistic as they are? The degree in detail and the creativeness builders go to to make realistic crawlers. Any builders that impress you? 
Are you that detailed on your own build? Favorite body, either current production or something hasn't been made that you or hasn't been made that you want to see. So kind of what we've kind of partially answered that. So um, for me, I haven't been in this long enough to really see the progression. I think, you know, I'm only four years into scale RC now. And so um, even within that short period of time, I would say, yes, it's kind of blown my mind with (coughs) what we first started out with to what's available now. So, uh, no, it, it, I, I did not imagine it would go the direction it has, and I think it's fantastic. Um, as far as any builder, the degree in detail and creativeness go to make realistic skill crawlers. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that caught me by surprise. Any builders that impress you? Uh, yeah, there's almost too many to mention. I mean, oh, yeah. You got, uh, Wes, you got, I mean, my God, there's, there's some amazing guys out there. And so, I mean, yeah, I would have to say that every single day I come across something that's impressed me by somebody. I mean, look at Headquake. Is, so. Headquake. Um, that guy's out of control. Or the Danny, the Danny uh, uh, what's his name, that builds all, all those crazy stuff. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's... That's next level stuff. Wow. I mean, yeah, that absolutely is just mind-blowing, the stuff that that dude cranks Yeah, out. there's a lot of people even... I don't know what his actual name is, and I don't know if you guys follow him on Instagram, but he goes by Scale Monkey or or Scale Monkey Garage or something like that. Yes. Um, yeah, yes. he does a lot of the RC foil drive uh, K5 Blazers, and some of the detail he puts into those things, I mean, if you didn't know any better, you'd think it's a real rig. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I... Well, I'm going to follow him right now, actually, because I hadn't even heard of him before, so I'm going <laughs> to look him up. I've been, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm a full-size enthusiast. I built my XJ, and, and I'm an RC enthusiast, and I have one of my friends says, half the time we don't know if it's real or if it's RC, because yeah. the, 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 the detail is getting just out of control. I mean, Matthew Cat, some of his stuff is just, it's, it's so cool. Oh, you yeah. Know? Um, he's one of my favorite builders, too, so... Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, and that's what's funny. I mean, to answer the, uh, in my perspective, the part where, you, where it says the degree in detail, um, or did you see the power of scale builds going this far? Um, when I, I got into this, it was late 2009, I want to say, 2010, I got my first um, crawler. And back then, unless you welded or fabricated your own stuff, there really wasn't a way getting into the hobby to make these super scale and everything was limited there was only so many bodies there was only um you know so many parts available so to see in these last like 10 years how much everything's um changed is just that's blowing me away yeah and i think within that in the next few years i i, I think there it's going to get even more out of control uh just because of just just the way it's going i mean the lights and I mean axial fest. People are showing up with exhaust, smoking out the back of their exhaust pipe. I mean, <laughs> come on, guys! You guys need a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is pretty so, awesome. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, even look at uh, pulling by the fire. The, I mean, the scale city. Oh yeah. I mean, even going to that extreme. I mean, I've seen it at, at axial fest. You know, we've been a part of it too me and elio doing like the scale campground and stuff you know we thought that was kind of cool just doing like one little scenery thing but the fact that you're they 
people have taken it to that level to where you can actually have a 10th scale city for your 10th scale crawler is mind blowing. Well, I mean, th that's what we did with the with the box with the element. We gave you your own garage. You open mm -hmm. the box up. People throw the box away. Now you open it up and it makes the it makes your own your own scale garage. So, but that's what people are that's, that's what people are going for. They want that scale the scaleness. So they when they well look at Elio. I mean, oh, and, yeah. and you. You and you guys work on your rigs. You got your scale figure working on your scale truck and your scale garage. So yeah, you know. So, uh, but I'm I know the scale figures are the same size as Elio, but at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Elio. Like, I guess that makes it kind of easy, huh? <laughs> Oh, so, so yeah, weird. see, it's not it's not scale life with him. It's real life. It's real life, right? right. <laughs> RC is one to one. So, but that's yeah, I mean, no, honestly, that's why I built my scale garage was for you know taking those shots. You know, when you want to you know put a rig together and you're like, hey, you know, just put this together. You make it look like it's actually happening in a garage instead of on a bench. You know, because everybody assembles stuff on a bench. This way, you can actually, you know, go the extra mile and make something look that much more scale um, and I like you said I honestly it, it I don't see it you know uh, regret like regressing backwards or degressing backwards um, I see it it's just always gonna progress you know it's gonna keep going somebody else is gonna come out with the next thing that's gonna you know just catapult it that much farther to where some of the stuff that you did back in the day like I know we brought this up numerous times like the original um, SEX 10 platform when I first got into it, I mean, you had to literally rebuild the whole car to make it a, you know, contender on the trail. You right. had to move the bat, you had to move the battery until the battery got moved to the front. But like my first one, the battery was intended to go in the rear. Um, you know, it had um, dog bones, all that stuff. You know, so you did the battery forward mod and you switched everything out, the, the overdrive and underdrive, and now you're getting rigs such as the element that come right out of the box ready to go I mean there's not like you said like you said earlier there's not much you have to do to it to take it out on the trail right but that's not what scale trucking is all about it's about creating your truck and making it your own so it's just going to keep progressing you know too so but you're right you know we're making it easier for them to actually go out and buy wheels and bodies now instead of having to worry about making trucks that uh, need to work better. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's funny, um, and it's only a matter of time till I think this um, will start happening, I guess, with you know ready-to-runs and whatnot, but um, I started within the last year switching over all, because I run either the VP-style hub wheels, um, and they, you know, they use the you actually have to use the six screws to hold it onto the hub. I don't even use those, you know, the fa what would you call the factory ones that they give you um, with the kit, the 440 with the little hex head. I actually use the scale hardware now for the scale acorn lug nuts just because it looks that much more scale. And I think it's yes. only a matter of time till companies are going to start, you know, including that kind of detail into the cars that you get straight out of the box. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're seeing it happen already. It's pretty cool. Now the racers need, racers need to get on board and start putting drivers in. 
uh, <laughs> up their race cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting to see because I always said that with um because I too have a UC Fab chassis that um I'm in the middle of working on. Um, I told myself I want to make it a goal of mine to actually put like somewhat of a scale driver, even if it's a half interior. I want to do something because I know a lot of the UC Fab guys put just like um like a wraith interior in there or a bomber interior just so that way it has something i'd actually like to put something to make it a little more detailed because you don't see that with those people the people that usually have those cars they're performance based they want them to work they're not trying to scale them out right right so it'll be interesting to see when racers will actually find a way to add drivers without worrying about sacrificing too much weight <laughs> right all right. Well, it's funny because the monster truck scene right now on the East Coast, they're racing monster trucks, but the most of them are, have drivers in them. Most of them have the hub covers on them. Most of them have, you know, scale items in them to make it look like real, real monster trucks. And probably 99% of them, they're actually old school or now monster trucks that exist. So they're, you know, it's, they're, they're living their, their monster truck dream. Yeah, and but as, as well as racing. That's badass. That's really cool. I think what it honestly is, and maybe it will eventually come to racing, um, I think it's just actually the overall enjoyment you get trying to see how far you can push the envelope and making something that's a toy look real. Right, yeah. Well, back, I mean, uh, you know, 30 years ago, when uh, you know older guys would get re they retire, they're... Their hobby was train sets mm -hmm. and making the train sets as real as possible and making their backyards train sets and, you know, and all this and that. We're just now taking the train guys and turning them into scale guys. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's true. Yeah, with just it's turning into, a, you know, that that's one thing that is kind of crazy about this is like you've got the guys that buy them and drive and comp and then you've got like the full on like modelers that, you know go nuts with these things and make them just every bit as real as they possibly can. Like I, I consider like Matthew Kett to be like, he falls into the, I mean, grand. Yeah. He loves driving and everything too, but I, I throw him into the model oh, yeah. category. Cause I mean, he just, him he and James Knight. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see. That was oh, the other yeah. thing I was going to bring up too. It's the other thing that really catapulted in my opinion, the scaleness um, to the degree that it's at now is the 3d printing. Once 3d yes. printing, became more readily available for your average consumer the the ideas and the possibilities are like endless mm -hmm. and but I still give my hats off to people like Matt Kent and um, Wes who actually you know still do the scratch build and they actually spend the time and they cut every piece by hand glue it together shape it all that's I mean because that takes a lot of work but that's how they did it before people 3d printed everything but those guys will still do that because that's how they enjoy Exactly. Too. Which is rad. Which, which that's one I yeah, was going to say. that's incredibly yeah, cool. Hats off to them because that's – I know I personally don't have the time – or not the time. I don't have that patience to sit there and do that. So um, I could definitely admire when someone takes the time to scale it out like that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, I don't think there was – that was really – it for any other questions i think those are the two main ones that we got um yeah and it's probably getting kind of late back there it's what are you two or uh, three we're three hours, hours it's uh it's 
almost 11 o'clock, but I'm still on West Coast time, so oh, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, mean, I told myself when I got here, okay, I'm going to transition to East Coast time as soon as I land. No, I'm going to bed at 2 in the morning. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, maybe that's something you can touch base on. I mean, how often do you travel? Like, does it mess you up that much when you're going to all these different events, like, across the country? Um... Yes and no. Um, I just started traveling again now that we have products, so uh, it'll take it'll take some time getting used to. Uh, but the crazy thing is with traveling, what I do is a lot of times when I go to a hobby shop, they don't open till ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and they usually they stay open till eight or nine. Um, or uh, if, if I do travel and I find a bunch of guys that or meeting up after work who are crawling or racing, I'll go hang out with them until, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night. So not really. Uh, it doesn't really mess me up that much. Um, sometimes, you know, like K and K will mess me up because I have to be up early. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I can get there, you know, and set up and all that because they, they start at a decent time. But it, it's just part of the part of the gig. You just make it happen and move forward. Okay. Um, I guess there's one other thing I would like to bring up only because it literally was released today, and I wonder if that's going to be the new wave of, you know, we're talking about scale progression. <coughs> um, is Vanquish just released that they're doing that forward motor mount setup? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's going to be the new wave of the way RC goes as far as, like, you know, the forward motor mount, um, the low... Um, I guess smaller transfer case in the center of the rig, um, kind of setup. Um, I think the only reason why you really need to move the motor forward is for the guy that wants to put the scale interior in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of guys that run as much way in the front as possible, and I always felt that the truck because I've done that myself and then the back end just jumps around you're going through a gate and it moves over or it slides <laughs> or it doesn't stick yeah. uh, and going downhill is horrible so um, yeah. I, I think the, the four mounting gearbox is, is going to cater to the uh, to the guy that's going to want to build that you know class one or class zero truck to have the full interior get those scale points um, and it's, I think it's a great idea moving the, mo- the motor forward but at the end of the day, you still gotta have some of that weight in the back, yeah. and um, and going to an event, going to the Vanquish truck, you know, I've driven that truck, and that truck works great, um, but it's a heavy truck too. Mm-hmm. So I think by move putting that gearbox in their truck, it, it's gonna make their truck work even better because it's it's already a heavy truck. So totally. You know, it's not one of it's not one of our you know three and a half four pound trucks coming out of a box with all mm-hmm. you know plastic so and uh, and I've driven their truck and their truck's a really a good truck um, but it's it's also all metal too it's all you know it's uh, it's a heavy truck yeah so yeah. for like me putting that gearbox in one of my trucks I would have to add beef patties or something on the rear also yeah no I definitely get it. Right. Um, I guess we can actually go that route too. So if you were setting up a rig, you know, to t- for I guess complete competition, but you still wanted to maintain it like the scaleness, how would you set up a rig? 
Um, I like to set my trucks up as, uh, I call them 80% droop. Okay. So I like the low slung and then let the suspension drop out. Um, I know some guys like a stiffer front and a stiffer rear. Uh, I like my trucks basically just to say 80% all the way around. Um, it's just the way I like driving it. Um, far as oil, I, you know, with these shocks here, I'm running 20 weight in them. Uh, they got really good damp and dampening. Um, so when you, you jump to a rock to a rock or it lands, it, it actually sticks. Um, and far as, uh, Servo electronics. I've always ran brushed 16 turn motors. Um, I always run the biggest servo I can uh, put in my truck. And right now I'm running, uh, uh, I have my, my 125 truck. Uh, I'm running uh, the, the new Reeves 9, 999, the uh, 1000 ounce servo. Mm -hmm. So uh, that thing's a monster. And, uh, oh, for uh, speedos, you know, I run. Uh, if I'm running brush, you can't beat the Tekken FXR. You know, nice. it's small. It works smooth. It's programmable, and uh, you know, and I've been running the Reedy Shorty Packs, uh, just a little bit lighter weight battery up on up, up high. So, and then tires. I, I'm a Proline guy, so I always run Prolines. Nice. Yeah, I really love that answer you had earlier about the um, the Hyrax because we had that little debate on uh, scale tire versus comp tire on like our second episode. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely one of those. The Hyrax work well. I just can't get over the fact that they're not that they don't look scale. Right. Right. I mean, it's a great tire. It works awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they do uh, work but, great. But uh, far as looking realistic, it, it's just not there. Yeah. Are those shocks on your element? Are those the, uh, are those a twelve mil? Uh, those are twelve mil. These are the same shocks that like you would see on our old T4 race trucks. This, okay. That's probably that's the only so thing cool. we really didn't have to design on this truck because those shocks were already proven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those things are. And if awesome, anybody's yeah. seen my truck for the last or any of my trucks for the last two years, those are the shocks I've been running on my truck for two years before I even got a job at Associated. Because I've always raced Associated, mm -hmm. and um, right. uh, the Associated shocks are just, they work great. Uh, they don't leak. Uh, you can actually rebuild them with X-rings in them. Um, you can adjust the pistons. Uh, and, and I know that Element, they're going to come out with five different uh, spring rates. So if you want a stiff or a soft, you know, we'll have those awesome. two. Awesome. That is one thing that I wish was easier in RC is trying to get different rate springs. That's... Because I, I think a lot of people take for granted how important suspension oh, yeah, really is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so when the truck gets released, all those, all the parts, the fender wells, the springs, uh, the aftermarket shocks, uh, tops and bottoms and all that, all that stuff will be available on our website to order. So that's, just, just, that's one thing I did fight over at Axial all the time is I really want – people are always asking for shirts and hats. and. Then, Stuff like that, you can never buy them. The only time mm -hmm. you get them is just when we have right. them, we can give them away. Uh, we already have them uh, going up on our website, so you can buy all the hats, pit mats, shirts, sweatshirts. It's all there. We're making it easy for everybody. I saw that today. Yeah, those shirts look really nice. I was 
pretty stoked when I saw that. Yeah, so. Well, it's just like part of the going the full um, dollhouse. Um, you know, the guys, when they buy this stuff, you know, it's all typical guy stuff. You want a t-shirt, you want a hat to go with whatever you're buying. I mean, come on. Yeah, you're probably. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know. represent, represent your brand. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know? No, that's always, that's always good no, to I see. That's, that's a yeah. good move. So... Yeah, that's one of the one of the main things I said when we came up here. I said we got to make everything accessible for everybody, you know, mm-hmm. uh, from keychain lanyards yeah. all the way to banners. I mean, if you want, it's there. Just awesome. Yeah, no, I think that's important. So, definitely. and you know, and um, yeah. So I tell you what, for anybody that's listening uh, to this, uh, you come up to me to the booth. Tell me. Uh, Tell me that you heard me on this podcast, and I'll get you a free shirt. There you go. Hey, there you go. uh, We better uh, put this one out there and let people know there's a special message, but you got to listen. We're not going to tell you what time. Yeah, don't give it away. Yeah, I'm going to limit it. I'm going to limit it to five people. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I know I got. I know I got five of each size in the trunk of my car right now. So I'll save Uh, those for. But they have to mention your guys' name and your podcast. Awesome. I love that. Perfect. Awesome. So, Thanks, dude. Absolutely. Very cool. Thank you. Yeah. See, and I, and that's where I think we're gonna end it on this one. Um, I mean, it's 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 a true honor to have someone like you on the show. Um, always a positive person. Always, you know, having a good time. Always about the lifestyle. Um, you know, I can't thank you enough for coming out and uh, going on the show with us. Um, especially oh, for absolutely. something. That, Something that's especially for something that's relatively new. I mean, we've only been doing this for like 11 weeks, so uh, we're still growing. So, um, just showing that you're taking the time out for us is, you know, more than enough. So, oh, yeah, I appreciate that. And and also, you know, thank you for on behalf of everybody that really doesn't, you know, that hasn't been super familiar with your story and actually understood what all you've you know, contributed to this hobby that we enjoy. So I, I, you know, on behalf of all them, you know, thank you again very much because this was really cool and you've had some neat involvement with uh, all of the different endeavors that you've had. And it's, it's, it's been, it's been fun to, you know, watch you through your career, you know, as w- what all you've been doing. So, you know, well, thank I'm you very again, passionate so. what I've been doing. I've been doing it since 84 and, you know, a lot of, these, a lot of times I do these events and uh, stuff that I've done is because I like meeting, meeting everybody out there. So, uh, that's that's most that's of the awesome. fun, you know, meeting meet people from all over. Oh, yeah. So, but, uh, so, cool. Yeah, well, right thank on. you very much. Um, well, thanks for I having know, me on. Appreciate it. I, I know, I don't know if Jay's coming down for this. We're probably going to have to pull his leg a little harder now. Um, I'll definitely be seeing you at Crawford this week here. Um, yeah, yes. But, Jay, we're probably going to have to pull your leg, get you down here. I'll, tr- I'll try and do that. Um, I think my, my co-dog, Jared, and I could probably uh, – make that happen that's something that we both talked about so yeah i think do a we'll live do podcast out there while you're out there interview all kinds of people there you go yeah that'd be really fun too absolutely yeah that, that could be our first on on uh site setup so yeah um so yeah Not so if you have anything um further you'd like to say john oh no just uh thanks everybody for your support and you know make sure uh if you see me come up and say hi you know uh, introduce yourself and uh, and uh, hope to see everybody out there somewhere sometime. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thanks, well, thank dude. you very much. And, and we will catch everybody right, next week. Next week.
All right.